A new Netflix series has me both angry and grateful. I'll tell you about it. And am I becoming that person? Also, what's ahead with Maui, Trump World, and Hunter Biden? All today on Monday's Corelcast. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corel cast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me on this Monday morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you might be listening to me, wherever you are in the world. We welcome all of our listeners in Russia. We have so many. We're in the top 100 now. In Canada, we're number 114. In the United States, we're number 212. We welcome each and every one of you to the Corel cast. Uh, I hope there's something here for you that keeps you coming back. And to all of my patrons, all 68 of you at patreon.com forward slash Corel, or really Corel, I'm sorry, patreon.com forward slash really Corel, I say welcome to you especially. You are the reason the show's heart ticks. Uh, So thank you so much for being here. We've got a lot to talk about in just 30 minutes. Uh, And I hope you will stay with us for each and every moment while we're here. Uh, All right. First up, I did some television watching this weekend. uh, And I I also saw the the movie The Meg 2. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I love that Jason Statham doesn't take the role in it seriously. He has fun with it. Uh, I love that it's just a big shark movie, you know, just preposterous uh, movie with preposterous kind of setups. But you know what? It's wonderful. It, it's just a wonderful summer blockbustery, you know, sort of forget yourself for two hours. Although I will tell you, I bring Ember with me, of course. She goes everywhere with me. And, well, she's a service dog. She has to. And um, whenever Ember sees anything on the screen here at home that's blue or underwater, she just barks, barks, barks because dogs see in blue. So I was a little nervous about going to see the Meg. So I put her in her recliner seat at the theater and I reclined the seat and then I had brought her schmog, the thing I will carry her in or that, you know, she can lay on. uh, And I covered her up so she would take a nap. Uh, And then I put my backpack in front of her so she couldn't see the screen. (laughs) Because I just, I was so worried, like, oh my God, she's going to bark, bark, bark. Uh, But she didn't. She slept through the entire film. Uh, I did not. It was a great movie. Uh, But I also did some television watching while I was, you know, doing things around the house. Uh, And I had seen the show on Hulu called Dope Sick, which was really great. Uh, And so I was a little hesitant to see Painkiller on Netflix, which is out right now. And the reason I wanted to watch it is the case against Purdue Pharma and the Sacklers in particular is going in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, They announced when when they come back in October that the case is going to go in front of them for a final decision, including on whether or not the family can be held personally liable uh, for for what happened. Uh, But uh, Uzo Abude is her name from uh, Orange is the New Black. She's incredible in it. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, but she's incredible in it. And the story is one that by now in America is all too familiar. Uh, You know, Purdue Pharma became legal drug pushers. They literally did all the tactics of a drug pusher. They only cared about marketing and promotion. 
They hired young, cheesy girls to go and woo these doctors. They did all kinds of trips and payouts and, and you know, a swag and all of this to get them to prescribe OxyContin, which, as they point out, is just heroin. You know, that's all it is. Same properties as heroin. And it shows the, the horror uh, of addiction and, and that, that, this, that you're not weak if you got addicted to that drug because the, the very nature of that drug is addiction. And here you have a doctor giving it to you, and the sales reps made a lot more money if they got the doctors to up your dosage, you know? And so when you watch it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You should all watch it on Netflix called Painkiller. Uh, but it really showed you how this was an epidemic that was created, made, and marketed for the sole purpose of making the Sackler family money. It had nothing to do with health care. It had nothing to do with what was best for patients. Some doctors did not buy into it. They only they said, no, these drugs are for cancer patients. Uh, but other doctors gave it out freely. Now, many of you know that I took 100 milligrams of OxyContin a day for decades. Well, well about a decade. And my doctor never tithered me up. I mean, he did. I was on uh, Vicodin, which is five milligrams. Then I was on uh, Norco, which is 10 milligrams. And that's hydrocodone, those two drugs. Vicodin and Norco are hydrocodone. It's a different formula of the opiate. Oxycodone is heroin. And he switched me to oxycodone, two 10 milligram tablets. Those are Percocet two 10-milligram tablets um, four times a day for pain with two for breakthrough pain. Breakthrough pain is not a medical term. It is not a medical diagnosis. It is something that was invented by Purdue Pharma to sell more drugs. You can learn all of this in the court pleadings or in the show Painkiller. And as I watch this show unfold, and then, of course, looked up the real statistics that in America today, 40 people still die every day of oxycodone overdoses. That many states have now made Narcan available over the counter so family members can have it in their possession to bring back people who have OD'd until the paramedics can get there. That it is still rampant and out of control, but at its peak was taking thousands of people a day and killed millions and really only helped very few. There are some people that need it for chronic pain. I'm one of them, actually. They would still give it to me if I asked. Uh, as you can, you know, I don't know if you can tell from the camera angles and I keep it very guarded because I am crooked. I have scoliosis and, you know, my back is really messed up and I get great pain at times. To where I can't move, I have to just shift in my seat every five seconds, I have to lay down, sit up, I get stabbing pains down my legs, and just, you know, all of that. Let's manage it with Tylenol now. Um, but all I could think of as I was watching this was how lucky I was. How lucky for that moment in my life when I interviewed Randy Harrison at the Pantages and I watched the playback 
And I just couldn't believe how I looked, how I was 310 pounds, how I was crying all the time, how I was sweating all the time. These are all from the oxycodone and what it does to your, to your um, uh, uh, hormones. And I'll never, and it was this week, it was August 17th of 2017, okay? August 17th of 2017 that I walked away cold turkey from 100 milligrams of oxycodone, four somas, and two Xanax a day. I quit all of that in one, an Ambien for sleep. I quit all the same drugs that killed Heath Ledger. Those same four drugs killed Heath Ledger. I took them every night. And all, you know, I saw myself and I saw my life and I saw what was happening to me and I couldn't go on with it. I couldn't do it. And through your strength, you people out there who have been my listeners for all these years and you stuck by me through that detox, I did radio the week after. And I told you what was going on. And you all encouraged me and inspired me and kept me focused and kept me going, gave me a reason to get up every day, gave me something to do. Because I was in that cycle, and that cycle ends in death. And when you watch Painkiller, you're watching my life. There's a detox scene in Painkiller that was too painful for me to watch because I went through the exact same thing that character goes through. The exact same thing. They portrayed it perfectly. The restless legs, the, the crying, the screaming, the not being able to sleep, the irritability, the, the bloody nose, the everything, the diarrhea that was just explosive. I have a little more to say about this when we come back. And then, of course, we'll move on. But it was very moving for me to watch that show. And so I want to speak to any of you that might be dealing with a challenge in your life, like open. Don't go anywhere. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the App Store of your choice now. So let's be clear. I want opiates. I want them. I would feel so much better about life if I were on them. My pain would go away. The other aches and pains, my shoulders, my neck, my back, my pussy, my crack, all of that, it would all go away. My mood would change because of the opiates. I would be numb to what is going on in the world. I wouldn't care as much. Oh, yes, I want opiates because as the show Painkiller points out, they work. And they work because they are morphine. They are heroin, Oxycontin. It is a very powerful drug that works. But you cannot do it chronically. You will become a dependent or addicted. There's a difference there. I was dependent on Oxy. 
I never went out and robbed a liquor store to get Oxy. I never went and robbed a pharmacy or stood in line at four different clinics. I, I, that was not me. Did I borrow some from friends when I ran out that were on them? Yeah, I did. I had to pay them back. But I would say, look, I'm going to run out three days early. Can you give me 12 pills? And, and then, you know, I'll give them back to you when I get my prescription. Yes, I did that. And then you got to give them back. And then that makes you 12 short. So you got to regulate throughout the month, you know, miss one here, miss one there. Yes, I counted pills every month. I was, it, I was the people in the show painkiller. And thank God for Dr. John Gurkis in Long Beach who never, you know, bumped me up to 40 milligram pills or 80 milligrams or the oxycoffins as they called them, which was 160 milligram tablets. There were people getting 160 milligram tablets and snorting them. There still are. And so I walked away cold turkey. And in the movie, so does this one lead character. And I'm not spoiling it for you. I'll just tell you he goes back to them. And there's not a week that I don't think about going back. They would give them to me. They've offered them to me. And I stay as far away from those drugs as I possibly can. It's not worth it. The trade-off of no pain is not worth what they do to your body and not worth what they do to your life, at least not for me. Now, some of you are in chronic serious pain and you can't get through the day without them and you manage them and you, you, know, you, you work with your doctor and good for you. My friend Karen Dittman has taken them forever and you know she never has a problem. She never has to counter pills. She's very judicious with them. She doesn't take them every single day. She can handle them. Most people cannot. Ultimately, no matter who you are, if you take them too long, you get caught in that spiral. You don't want to go through detox, which is horrible. You'll do anything to avoid the detox. Then your body makes the pain level increase when you stop. It's called hyperanalgesial. It makes your body actually demands the drug by making your pain worse. And so you go back. I can only say thank you. Thank you out there for being part of the reason that I don't go back, for being part of the reason that I got out. And I just want to tell you, if you are out there and you are suffering from opiates, from cannabis, you know what? I was doing so much cannabis and justifying it as it's legal, it's good for you, it's this, it's that. I was vaporizing all day and doing edibles all night. I don't do that anymore. The vaporizer is put away. And at night, I may do one edible to suppress my dreams for sleep, but not seven nights a week, maybe one or two or three nights a week, and that's it. I've cut so far back on my cannabis. You can do it. You can overcome any obstacle in your life if you simply stay dedicated to it and have a reason to. And the best reason to is you. I needed to save myself August 17th, 2017. That was also the day I became a vegan or a plant-based eater. I'm not a vegan. I have a leather sofa. I have bone china in the kitchen. I am not a true vegan. I am a plant-based eater. And it was pointed out to me by a friend here, a neighbor, that she thinks I've turned into that vegan. You know, and you know what vegan I mean. 
that vegan. Now, I will say this. When I was in the emergency room on May 20th into May 21st of 2001, and I knew Andrew had something seriously wrong with him. He presented with a seizure. He was saying he was having a heart attack, and they weren't taking him seriously. I was going out of my mind to get him help. I was running outside to get cell service, to call helicopter services at that hour of the morning, to call, you know, to call friends at two or three in the morning. I was trying to reach his doctors. I was frantic. I was doing everything I could to try to get somebody to care or get him transferred to another hospital because I knew how serious what was going on was. And I still blame myself because I wasn't able to get him out of that hospital and get him someplace where they would take him seriously. I knew what situation he was in, how dangerous it was, how close he was to death at that moment, and I would not be stopped. I needed to get him help. And I failed, and he died. But that's when you do, that's what you do, when something you love is in danger. Your child, your pet, your partner, a family member, if they're in the ER and there's anything that you can do, you'll do it. So I have to ask each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart, planet Earth is in the ER. It's dying. That's not hyperbole. It's supported by fact. Planet Earth is dying quicker than we could ever imagine. The hot water from Florida's coast is now in the Gulf. It's killing the outer banks of Narlands. They will not be protected from hurricanes. They're going to be sitting ducks for storm surge. That's happening. Poor Maui. Almost 100 people dead now devastation that looks like a nuclear bomb. All of this from climate change. Antarctica, the snow and ice has not returned for their winter. Rainforest, dying. The earth is dying. It is in the ER. And the number one thing you can do is become a plant-based eater. Science says so, not me, not that vegan. Science says so. It says that we all must become plant-based eaters or climate change wins. And not in five years, not in 10, now. We act like we are powerless to stop it. And I know that it's easy to feel that way sometimes. You can't control China, you can't control Russia, you can't even control America. But you can control what you eat. That's the first place you can start. And so, yes, I encourage everyone around me to become plant-based. Yes, I share recipes. I share restaurants that I go to. And when you go out to eat with me, you're going someplace plant-based. I won't go to regular restaurants unless they have an extensive vegan option menu. Does that make me that vegan? Am I that militant person? 
My question, and I have a question for you. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. So my question to you is, why aren't you that person? I'm being serious now. Why do you continue to justify what you eat every day as, well, it doesn't matter and it's not that much or, I, or you know, I like it and that's just the way it, why are you, why do you think being selfish when something you love is dying is okay? And you can do something right away to decrease your output of greenhouse gases by 75%, according to the recent article in the New York Times. Where this is not hyperbole, this is not conjecture, and this is not an agenda of some person who's decided to swear off meat and dairy and, and now wants, you know, oh, he's become that vegan. This is someone who sees the earth in the ER and see so many people still stabbing it and poking it and hurting it. And yet it's already in the ER. I, you know, if I am that person, it's because my planet that I love and places that I love like Lahaina, you know, I love Lahaina. I've been blessed to go there many times. It's dying. It's, dying and you're going to tell me that your right to eat beef or chicken or fish supersedes the fact that the planet is dying that is the most fucking selfish thing i have ever heard in my life and neighbor you know i'm talking directly to you you come at me over the weekend when i send you a i said let's go to sushi and they said well not if it's vegan sushi and i said why not it's delicious daikon sushi up on Lake Mead is just, it's a wonderful, wonderful restaurant. Their sushi is delicious. You'll love it. No, no one loves that. You love that. Why are you always trying to push your agenda on everybody? The meat and dairy industry from when we're born pushes their agenda. And they're just like the Sacklers. The Sacklers should be punished, not just Donald Trump. Donald Trump isn't the only rich criminal out there that should be in jail. Richard Sackler should be in jail for what he did in the opiate crisis. And the owners of Exxon and Shell and BP, they should actually be in jail. They have had information for 40 years that what they're doing is killing the planet, and they continue to kill it. That should be a crime. Not embezzling money. That, you know, who cares at this point? Anyone that works against the planet should go to jail. The Sacklers should go to jail for killing hundreds of thousands and millions of Americans with their drug because they wanted to profit. We scream that Donald Trump should be indicted. Where's the indictment for the Sacklers? Where's the indictments for the heads of the oil companies? And where's the indictments for the heads of the meat and dairy industry? They know their product is killing Americans, making them unhealthy, and they know it's killing the planet. Why is that not illegal? You should no longer have the choice to have meat and dairy. It's killing the planet. 
it's killing your ability to live on planet Earth. It's causing people to lose loved ones in Lahaina and all over the globe. The weather is the number one killer all over the globe, and it's directly related back to your diet. More than 30% of greenhouse gases come from diet, and they know it. The heads of the meat industry know it. The heads of the dairy industry know it, and they won't make a better product. Joe Biden knows it, and he won't speak out against meat and dairy because he's afraid he's going to piss off rich people. Rich people are continually killing us and getting away with it, and you all defend their rights to do it. And then when someone comes along that's actually doing something right, like me, I'm the bad guy. I'm the guy with the agenda. Yes, my agenda is making you healthy and making the planet healthy, saving the planet one meal at a time. That's my agenda. How is that wrong? How is it wrong? If just one person listening today says he's right, I'm going plant-based. Then I've already cut out another 70% of greenhouse gas from that person. If 10 of you do it, I've cut out 750% of greenhouse gases. If Exponentially, on and on and on. But more importantly, you know, we're looking this week for a Trump indictment from Georgia. And they have... Proof, they say, that it was the Trump team that messed with the voting machines. You know, and everyone wants to see him prosecuted. I want to see the Sacklers prosecuted in Purdue. I want to see the heads of Chevron, BP, Exxon. I want to see them prosecuted. I want to see the owners of the food companies that run the slaughterhouses, that clear-cut the forests that keep cows pregnant all year long and then torture their young. I want to see them prosecuted. They're harming the planet and they're killing my friends. Heart disease, diabetes, fatty liver, that's all diet. You know, we should save the human animal. And to save the human animal, we have to stop eating other animals. But instead, people this week are talking about Hunter Biden's indictment, or not indictment, but the special counsel. Hunter Biden isn't elected to anything, and the Trump kids made $643 million while Trump was in office, and then when they got out, Ivanka and Jared Kushner got $2 billion from the Saudis while Dad had top-secret documents. If anything cries out for a special counsel, it's an investigation into the Trump children. But no. They're investigating the drug addict. That's what the Sacklers did. The Sacklers with Purdue said, well, people are dying from our drug. Let's victimize them. Let's make the drug addicts the target of our, of our anger. Hunter Biden did nothing to you or to me. He cheated on some taxes and bought a gun when he shouldn't have. That's it. He didn't take that gun, go to a shopping mall, and kill 40 people. He doesn't run a company that makes a product that is literally killing the planet. Oil, meat, dairy. But we're going to spend time on Hunter Biden? You know, if future generations survive, they're going to ask, what did you guys do as Maui was burning, as Florida's water was boiling? Oh, well, we went after Hunter Biden and we prosecuted Donald Trump and, and you know, we drove Teslas and made a billionaire, a lot of money. We didn't change your diets? Well, no. Well, why? Well, because we like meat. 
but the planet was dying. You knew this could stop the planet from dying. See what I'm saying? See how ridiculous it sounds? When you put it in the context of the future, when people look back and say, well, why didn't they change their diets? That would have immediately, immediately helped stop the effects of climate change. Well, they, they liked meat. Well, why didn't they stop using oil? Like immediately. They had solar, geothermal, they had hydrogen, they had all kinds of other fuels. Why didn't they stop using it? Well, oil companies didn't want them to. I am Corel. Be who you want to be. Fun don't hurt anybody. We will see you on Wednesday. I am so glad you are with me today. Follow me on social media, Really Corel, or subscribe at YouTube. Go watch my YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Really Corel. Go watch it. Subscribe. Like. Watch. Do it. Please. Hey, it's Corel. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Carell. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today. Well, the boy got a little worked up, didn't he?